Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through relationships of all kinds, such as dating, friendships, marriage, family relationships, and so many more. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast and like our Facebook page for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And welcome to our sixth episode of the fourth season. Um, it's crazy to me that we're already getting towards the end. We only have, I think, like what, two episodes? Two episodes left yeah, of the season? Because um, I think we stuck to eight like we've been trying to do. Um, but we are really excited for this episode today. Um And I'm going to tell you all about it in just a little bit because we actually do have a returning guest who has been on here before. Um, But before we get into anything, if you have not listened to us before um, and you're just kind of curious as to what our podcast is about, I'm going to let Manali go ahead and kind of tell you a little bit about who we are. Yeah, so Hannah and I grew up together. We've been friends since we were in fifth grade and we are now juniors in college. Um, That's so crazy. crazy. (laughs) We're so old. (laughs) But through those many years that we've been friends, we've been um, able to walk through the same seasons of life and have learned a lot from each other and just life in general. And we didn't want to keep that to ourselves and wanted to spread the wisdom and um, lessons that we've learned from God along the way. And that's Mm -hmm. why we have this podcast. Um, We have four seasons. We're currently in our fourth season. And we are actually a year old, going on two years old of our podcast. That's so crazy. Which is also really sad. <laughs> um, but so thankful. It is. It is very, very much something to be thankful for. But um, our first season, we kind of talk about just general Christian topics. We don't have a specific goal, or we didn't have a specific goal at the time. So we have um, Back to School Blues, Dating Deal Breakers, which is a really good episode. I highly recommend checking out. Mm-hmm. That one's um, a, like a fan favorite. If we is. had to have like a fan favorite, it would be Dating Deal Breakers. And I did also mention in the last episode, like if we should do like a part two to that, we still need to do yes, a poll I really just to see. Yeah. Um, and then our second season, we have developing healthy habits, being a single Christian, um, all things college sororities and dating. And then our third season, um, we have stuff like 10 things we would tell our high school selves, the five love languages, and even a podcast with our moms. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah, so that is a little bit about who we are. Um, We're very thankful to have made it to Four Seasons, and Manali and I, um, every now and again, we'll talk about, like, where we want this podcast to end up, and we have no idea, but we do know that we don't really see an end in sight, (laughs) at least for right now, because we're like, how cool would it be if we're, like, grown and we're still doing podcast episodes and people can see, like, where we're at in life here until the future, but I don't know, maybe not. God is (laughs) changing things all the time, but that's the goal as of right now, Um, just because we love doing this, and we also love meeting new people. We've already met Mm -hmm. so many new people just in the four seasons that we've been doing it, even in this season. um, Um, getting to talk with all the guests we've had so far I highly recommend each and every episode with every guest that we've had um this season for sure it's been it's been so great um but as you know we have a returning guest for this season and her name is Allison Mayo and Allison has been one of our best friends since high school um I think was it sophomore or junior year Junior, junior year of high school um it's really funny we met on our high school roll night is yes. how we and like literally became best friends from that night forward mm-hmm. um and I can't remember if we talk about that in whenever she's on here I can't remember if we talk about that in the segments but if not um yeah she's been our best friend since high school and we're so thankful for her um unfortunately she does go to a different college than us she lives about three hours away um and we do sometimes get to see her whenever she comes home Um, But Allison is one of those friends that we're um, thankful that we're able to, whenever we do see her, even though we all don't really talk all the time, um, whenever we do see her, it's like nothing has changed. Like we just kind of pick up where we all left off. Um, So we're just really thankful for her friendship and her heart. Um, And I'm excited for you guys to hear what she has to say because um, it took us a while to come up with a topic that all three of us wanted to talk about. And then we figured um, this is one that all three of us relate to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, Basically, can you date in lukewarm Christianity? 
Um, and so we're really excited to talk about that in just a second. And we also invited Allison to talk about our question of the week with us this week. And she yes. actually came up with it. So we are going to go ahead and get into that so you guys can meet Allison and hear our answers for question of the week. Okay, guys, so we are here with Allison Mayo now, and we are going to go ahead and let her reintroduce herself if you didn't hear the last episode that she was in. So, Allison, go for it. Okay. I'm Allison, and I am about to start my junior year at State. If you listen to the last episode I did, I was an accounting major. I am not an accounting major anymore. I'm marketing. And also, since the last episode that I was on, I got rebaptized at my uh, church <laughs> start well at pine lake um so that was very fun yeah. but uh i've known hannah Manali for four years now i think yeah, yeah. It's four years is that what we said yeah this summer yeah this summer so. was exactly four actually it was like a few days ago yeah, our friend anniversary our friend anniversary, <laughs> our <friend> anniversary <laughs> beginning came of up august exactly four yeah. years as of like two days ago yeah. so that's true yeah. i'm excited to do it <laughs> Yeah, and so like we said, if you didn't listen to the last episode that she was in, we talked about it was like all things college and sorority, sorority and dating, yeah. and we talked about a lot of different things um, in that, and yeah. Allison talked about um, a little bit about the sorority she was in, and we talked mm-hmm. a little bit about dating, and um, how to, was it, wasn't it how to like go from high school to, to college, college, like the yeah. adjustment mm-hmm. and like Should living away adjustment. from home and everything like that. And that one's a really good episode to listen to too. So if you haven't listened to that one, go, go listen to that one also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And we talked in the last one a little bit about how we became friends and yeah. me and Allison met in a cop car, not in a cop not car. In a, <laughs> no, in a cop no, car. no, no, no. <laughs> we met when we got pulled over by a cop. I'm sorry. Yeah. We were doing, we didn't do anything bad. We didn't do we, anything bad. We were just out late. We were doing roll night. It was roll night. They, they had red blocks. Every, I mean, I promise we didn't do anything. I wasn't no. speeding. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very scary. Wasn't that the first time you got pulled over? Mm-hmm. Well, I had only been driving yeah. for like two months. Yeah, and me and Allison only knew each other for, for like an hour. An hour. <laughs> and then we all went and spent the night at Manali's house because yep. I was scared to drive home. So. And I remember or telling her, over. I was like, it's okay, just calm down. But I was freaking out too. <laughs> and was, isn't there? There's a I, video, isn't there? Yeah, I have yeah. a video Anna somewhere. Video. It's really funny. It's really not, not funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a funny thing. <laughs> but that is that is a little bit about Allison, a little bit about um who she's oh I never asked you about what's um like how you came to know Jesus like Oh, okay. Well, I grew up Christian household, all my grandparents and both my parents very important to all of them. And so when I was little, oh I know I said earlier I got rebaptized. First time I got baptized um really didn't get baptized for the right reasons all of the other kids were doing it and you get you got like a little goodie bag or whatever at the church that we were at at the time so for getting baptized you got mm-hmm. a goodie bag like they gave you like a, they gave you a bible and like a t-shirt Aww. which i mean not sweet but i mean i was yeah. like i got baptized on my 10th birthday yeah which i also thought was so cool um, <laughs> so um didn't really change anything, didn't really have a relationship with the Lord until mm-hmm. late in high school. And it really became very important to me my freshman year of college because a lot of stuff happens freshman year. And yeah. Yeah. So I felt called to get rebaptized when I actually meant it, which I didn't really want to do that. Um, but one of my, you know, Olivia, Esri, mm-hmm. she got, she did that. She got rebaptized um, and talking awesome. to her and then talking to, some of the other people, they all thought that it was a good idea. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Was there, like, a pivotal moment where you, like, came to know God? Like, some people have, like, oh, like, I really heard God speak to me in this moment, or was it just, like, a slow transition? Well, my senior year fall retreat was when I kind of realized that I didn't have, like, I didn't have a relationship with God mm-hmm. like everybody else well not everybody else but yeah like my mentor she was really um important in this whole transition kind of thing and just hearing her talk about it and some of the other people like I'd always been so frustrated like I don't understand why I don't feel that way like mm-hmm. they would always talk about like oh how sweet God is and all of this stuff and I was like I mean I know that but like I don't really feel that you didn't really like know God no yeah and it never made it very personal to me yeah 
But I mean, I don't want to say that because like you've been baptized, I've been saved. You're not supposed to know that. Yeah. So senior year mm-hmm. was when I started to like really realize that I was not, I mean, you can't really do it wrong, but I wasn't putting in the effort that I could have to have the relationship right. that I wanted. So, mm-hmm. and then freshman year, so much stuff happened that I didn't really have an option. Like it yeah. was either that or just be miserable. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because I feel like a lot of people compare their relationship to God to like everybody else and, oh, yeah. you know, and then they get like embarrassed and like don't just kind of want to push it to the side and don't really want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people just don't do anything about it because they're embarrassed or ashamed. Yeah, that like because, yeah because their relationship with God doesn't look like everybody else. That's not supposed to. No, like, no you know, it's all different. Yeah. But I just never understood what they're talking about. I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay to figure out how you can grow your relationship with God. So yeah. And having questions that. and not asking them is much more detrimental. Because mm-hmm. one thing I've noticed getting in like the friend group that I have at school mm-hmm. um is how important it is to like when you are struggling even if you like have doubts everybody I don't care who you say you are or if you say you don't everybody at some point has doubted their relationship yeah. with God and like the character of God yeah and I mean like people in the Bible did that like David did that and he was a man for God's own heart so yeah there's nothing wrong with having questions mm-hmm. so we are actually gonna let Allison pick our question of the week and she hasn't told us she said that she had one so I hope you haven't done it before Huh? I hope you If okay. we have, it's okay. We can be okay. If there is a movie of your life, who would you pick to play you? Uh, I, I don't know. Have we done this before? We've talked about it before. I know yeah. mine. I do too. Allison, There's you go two. first. <laughs> uh, I would pick Sandra Bullock. I love her. Oh gosh, I don't know who. I feel like I could. I feel like I could see that for Allison. I oh, love her. True. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you know mine, Manelli? Yes, Y'all I probably know. both. Know I think mine. I do know yours. What is it? Go. Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Yep. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I have always I love Legally Blonde too. I've always said that if anybody plays me in a movie, it would be. Don't um, you have that Elle Woods for President shirt? Yes, I have. I have, <laughs> I have a shirt and I have a sweatshirt <laughs> too. Um, I love her, and she's not an actress, but like I guess if I had like a doppelganger, mm-hmm. she's kind of famous as Savannah LeBrant. You do kind of look like her. Yeah, that's true. I have one picture that, like, if you compare the two of us, like it's they like whoa. <laughs> yeah. Do I have a celebrity doppelganger? I'm sure you do. We'd yeah. have to. We have to have to do one of those apps Research. that like oh my gosh. Facetune. Mm-hmm. Facetune. No, not Facetune. What's the app that everyone? I don't remember. I know what you're talking about. Okay, wait. Who would you? I pick? don't know. Do you have a favorite? I picked Sandra Bullock because she's one of my favorites. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be somebody that like Looks you look like. like. Yeah. Just like somebody that might fit your personality. I think mine would actually probably be. Um, Jenna Fisher from The Office. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That'd be perfect for you, I think. I could see that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. <laughs> that was a good question of the week. I can't remember if we've done that one or not. I don't think we have, but now you guys know who would play us in a movie. So, all right. I think we're ready for the episode. Mm-hmm. You guys ready? Yep. All right. So, like we mentioned in the intro, we are going to be talking about the question can you date in lukewarm Christianity? So obviously we have a really long answer and we have about four points that go along with it. But the short answer is obviously no. (laughs) But um, So if you want the quick answer and don't even want to listen to the rest of it, it's no. But we do have points to kind of go along with that. And so we're just going to go ahead and start with our first one. Manelli, if you want to go ahead and read that first one. Yeah. Um, so our first question is, what does it look like to be a lukewarm Christian? And um, I think we were discussing a little bit before this about like what even is a lukewarm Christian, because that term is just kind of thrown around, I think. Mm-hmm. And so we had a good discussion beforehand and Allison actually had a good definition that she found. And we have some scripture and some context to give you. So Allison, if you want to go ahead and read that. Um. For context, I use the Enduring Word commentary, which is what we looked at a little I'll, bit. I'll link that in the <laughs> description also. Yes. If you guys want to read it yourself. So what we kind of got from, we looked at Revelation as a scripture, Revelation 3.16 specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the commentary around it kind of talks about what it means to be lukewarm. And what they say and what we all kind of agreed was that lukewarm is when you're trying to 
kind of balance like living in the world and trying to live for God at the same time, which mm-hmm. I mean, there's countless scriptures. I know there's one in Matthew um, that like you can't serve two masters. Yeah. Um, and they even gave like Judas as an example of a lukewarm Christian because he was trying to, you know, play the Jesus side. And I mean, he was a disciple, but didn't yeah. really have a very personal relationship with Christ. Right. Um, but also, like, as we see, as you read through the Bible and, you know, the story of Jesus, he mm-hmm. played a lot into the world and tried to appease the Pharisees and to please Jesus. But you can't you can't do both. And mm-hmm. so lukewarm is kind of you don't really pick a side. You just kind of try to do both. But mm-hmm. obviously you can't you can't, really, you can't yeah. do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't even really know that they're lukewarm Christians. Like mm-hmm. they hear the term lukewarm and they like, they know it's not a good term. Like no. it's not Christianity at all because we call it lukewarm Christians, but like, but that's not a thing. Yeah. Lukewarm, a lukewarm Christian is not a real Christian no. at the yeah. end of the day. It's just such a popular term, term. nowadays and just kind of gets thrown around. Very but, normalized too. Yeah. I think that people don't think it's a problem. Yeah. Cause and they so, get the basics of it. Yeah. But I So mean, many people don't know that they, are probably lukewarm Mm -hmm. until you so that's what we're kind of trying to do is like kind of not like bring awareness like try to identify like what kind of qualities does that look like and how can you fix it because sometimes um like you might be a lukewarm christian but you're like how do i come to know god and we also are going to talk about what it looks like when it comes into playing relationships and stuff um yeah yeah yeah. um yeah i think like you said, like a lot of people just don't know what it looks like because we throw that term around, but we don't really explain what it looks like. Um, But in terms of like what it looks like to be a lukewarm Christian, it's kind of picking and choosing what parts of the Bible you want to follow because, you know, there are a lot of main things that the church talks about and like nobody wants to, or like not nobody wants to to follow those because those are the main parts. like. Not having sex before marriage. Everybody wants to follow that because that's a big Christian thing. But, mm-hmm. like, we're not – there's some people that aren't going to follow, like, striving to not cuss or yeah. um, not drink past a certain point, not drink excessively yeah. or um, – Or even, or, like, just having an opinion on controversial topics, yeah. like, just in culture, like, the whole thing with Roe versus Wade mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. everything that has to do with, like, hard topics to talk about. Yeah. That's when people are like, oh, that's not my business, but mm-hmm. it, it is your business. Yeah. And Jesus I mean, tells we, you exactly what you're supposed to Yeah. Think. We're guilty of that too. Like, oh, I know, I know me personally, like, I really, like, somebody talks about something controversial and I just kind of like shy away from it. Yeah. And then, like, I felt convicted, I felt very convicted whenever all of the Roe v. Wade stuff came out. And I really felt kind of like a conviction, like, you don't need to be quiet about this. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that Christians are to stand for. Like, you might not want to. And this is one of the parts of Christianity that, like, it's hard, it's hard and I mean, you, you have don't to do want it. to do it. But, like, you're called to do that. You're called to talk about the hard topics yeah, and not shy things like that. And, like, Manali was talking about, like, there are some things people want to follow. But even, you know, vice versa, you have people who, like, you know, maybe don't drink or get drunk and maybe don't cuss. But, like, they don't want to follow that, mm-hmm. you know, don't have sex before marriage. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they'll they ignore that part um, and then kind of. Yeah. follow everything else and think that they're okay because they're a good person yeah being yeah. a good person even, isn't the same as being a christian even like that's what i was like in high school like i didn't do anything on the outside that made me a bad yeah. kid yeah but i was just as lost as somebody who was doing all those mm-hmm. things and yeah. i mean i don't know yeah. like i, I was, was that way too i think you know Getting in college, we kind of realized we had a little bit more of a legalistic view. Yes. You know, like we had these rules and it was like, we felt awful if we broke any of these rules, but yeah, really that's like, not what it's about. no, that's not who God is. That's not what Christianity is about. No. It's not following all these rules because like, we're going to mess up. We're going to sin, you know, and even, and that's why we need God. I have been reading first John and even in that, mm-hmm. it talks about like when you have a real relationship with Christ. You know, from the outside, everybody's like, it's a bunch of rules. You're supposed to do this, mm-hmm. not supposed to do that. But First John talks a lot about, like, once you have a real relationship with God, the rules aren't, like, an outside thing. But the closer you get to God, the more you want to, like, be in community with Him, which yeah. just kind of naturally, you just naturally follow what He wants you to do. Now, some yeah. stuff is harder than others. I'm not going to mind saying that everything <laughs> yeah. is easy. Yeah. But, like, it's it becomes easier to... 
think of things from like an eternal mindset or think of mm-hmm. things like mm, that is that would disappoint Jesus. That's not what Jesus would do in this situation. So mm-hmm. I probably should not do that. Yeah. So 100%. that's one thing that I don't think people think about from the outside a lot is like once you get into it, the rules don't really seem as no, the, the, hard to follow yeah because all of the rules most of them mm-hmm. like specifically like the a lot of the sexual immorality stuff and stuff mm-hmm. with the relationships is a rule because god's thinking about it from a way to protect you mm-hmm. like he didn't really put them there just so that yeah. he can just say that he dictates everything you do mm-hmm. like they're all for a reason yeah it's a mind sh- mind shift yes. that you have to have it's a heart change yeah. and then a mind shift and you have to let god work in that and once yeah. you're you get your mindset away from, oh my gosh, look at all these rules Mm -hmm. and switch to, well, why did God create, you know, these, these specific standards. standards. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's a whole mind shift change and Mm -hmm. your whole perspective changes. And And then it's not like you have to try to force yourself to like appreciate the rules you just do because you appreciate like his heart behind them. Mm -hmm. So true. Which I think that's hard to see from the outside. It is. But it's so that's why I mean it's a relationship. It takes time yeah. to it's get not to know. Just click. Yeah, you. It takes time to get to know God too. Yeah. Except God is always. It, it's that's why He's not human. He's God, mm-hmm. but He's always right there, and He's never going to fail you. Even when you fail Him, He's always right there to listen to you and build that relationship again with you. Yep. Yeah. So I think that was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do y'all have anything else for that point? What is it? Like? That first one. Mm, I don't think so. Hmm. All right, well, then we will go ahead and move to the second point, um, which is what do some lukewarm Christian relationships look like? Um, And this can look like a lot of different things. Yeah, there's several. Um, Because, like, I know, like, I've been in, I don't know necessarily about relationships. Well, yeah, I've been in a relationship that was more like we didn't, claim it as lukewarm Christians but like we would follow some rules and then like others we wouldn't I guess if that makes sense and um so I definitely understand that this can be easy to fall into yeah Um, and um, do y'all want to start with that Uh, I think one of the biggest things like if you're trying to evaluate if you are in a lukewarm Christian relationship I think that if you only talk about God on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights and he doesn't come up at any other point throughout the week I think that that could be a warning sign that yeah. it's not mm-hmm. a Christ in a relationship because being uh, around the people that I am at school specifically a lot of my friends are dating engaged or married so mm-hmm. um have been around uh some lukewarm ones but also some that like are truly uh, on fire for God. And mm-hmm. all of them, one characteristic they all have is Jesus comes up naturally in conversation yeah. because, you know, to your two separate people. So theoretically you'd be pursuing God outside of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you read something cool or like you have a question or you want to talk about something, you just kind of bring it up. Like, it's like, we were talking about a book that we read where the crowd ads thing, like it came Love up naturally <laughs> in our conversation because yeah. we read it and we wanted to talk yeah. about it. And we were like, I'm glad you brought that up because like we were excited to talk about it. Yeah. We're like, yes. Like, did you read so this good. part? And did this you part like this part? part? Yeah. And you know, we don't really talk about God like that. It's more of like a, cause I get it. Like it can be kind of awkward if you're trying to like establish that in your relationship, I guess, if you haven't before. It would be a little uncomfortable. Um, it's uncomfortable, you. but that's why like making it a habit, it's going to come more naturally to you yeah. once you build that habit of making God um, a conversation, a part, yeah. and I get it. Like, you might think, like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, you know. It'll probably be a little uncomfortable. At it is a little uncomfortable. But, you know, just, like, you know, small things, like, going up to them and saying, wow, God is so good. Like, this is what he did for me today. Yeah. Or, you know, I know, like, when I was little, my parents, we would go around the dinner table. Sometimes my dad still makes us do it. But <laughs> <laughs> we would talk about, like, our highs and lows at the dinner mm-hmm. table. Like, you know, what are some things God, like, to praise God for for the week or what are some things that so we like can pray Christ, for yeah, yeah. so just, me and my friends do that yeah just small things like that make a huge difference yeah and I think it just makes it that much more important mm-hmm. or emphasizes more that like you should have a personal relationship with Christ outside of any kind of dating relationship or friendship mm-hmm. um 
Because, I mean, what you fill your mind with is what you're going to talk about anyways. Yeah. So if God never comes up, you, I don't know, you just might not be mm-hmm. filling your mind with the right things. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think, like, even, like, how y'all said, um, asking about the highs and lows, but also, like, checking on what type of scripture y'all are reading yes. and being able to yeah, think about that too. too. That's good. Um, because it's not directly talking necessarily about your relationship with God, but like you're, but you're bringing about your, the word of God. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. as awkward. It's the just like talking about God. any Cause that's in John. other book. So mm-hmm. yes, true. True. So. True. And even not in some, some people take it a little too far, but even being like, have you read anything Yeah. that like really made you think, or like, have you read anything that was like really like sweet to you or mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like so that. That's it, good. Cause that would be yeah, easy. Awkward. You just throw that in, like, good morning, or like when you're talking in the afternoon, about to go to bed. Like, did you read anything mm-hmm. cool? Yeah. Or it can even be like a. I know we did a love language episode on this, but like, a, if your love language is words of affirmation, it can even work as in like, you know, you telling them like, you know, like I pray for you every day, or like yeah. I thank God for you all the time because like that is something to thank God for. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, just small, like even in like your words and and things like that. Um, uh, and even something that's applicable in for us and anybody else that's in college is like if you have finals week or like an exam mm-hmm. or a particularly stressful time of the semester. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of our tests fall in the same week. Like we all call it test week. Mm-hmm. Um, like even saying something as simple as like I'm going to pray for your exam. Like what time is it? Mm-hmm. Like just finding little ways to bring – Christ into whatever kind yeah. of conversation you're having. And it doesn't have to be, I mean, some people will probably be like, why do we always have to talk about it? Which, I mean, I don't think you need to have like a deep conversation. No, every don't, time don't you talk like about bug it. them. Don't no, like no, no, make no. it in, in every conversation and you're no. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying? No. But, um, but finding some way to talk about it at least a little bit every day, because then I think that'll also just keep you focused on like the reason for dating is marriage. Marriage mm-hmm. was created by God, for God, and because, like, the whole point of marriage is symbolic of, like, Jesus's relationship with the church. Like, the church Mm -hmm. is his bride. So, I mean, you don't hear the church and Jesus not talking about Jesus. You know what I mean? No, I get that. So. Um, But kind of, like, circling back to, like, what, like, how do you know if, like, you're in a lukewarm relationship? I feel like it's one of those things if you feel convicted, like, I guess just listening to this or like, you know, if you feel it's not in a way, like if you don't do every single thing we say, like you're not in or like you're in a lukewarm, you know, that's not what we're saying. Like everybody's is going to look different, but if you feel that conviction on your heart or like your partner feels that conviction, that might be when you're like, okay, we need to fully commit our relationship to God. And we're going to get to that in our last point later. Um, but do you guys have anything else to say for this specific point? For the, how do you know? The, what do some, no, what do some lukewarm Christian relationships look like? Mm-hmm. I think, um, cause you know, your, your relationship can be measured by the fruits that you produce. Yeah. And I think depending on what kind of fruits are produced by your relationship and just by your significant other can really tell like how committed you are to Christ Mm -hmm. because you know, like the Bible teaches us that there are certain ways to love one another, respect one another, communicate with one Mm -hmm. another. And if, you know, one of those things are lacking and it can even be something as simple as just being able to communicate properly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You're going to be able to tell um, if you're not as close to Christ as you should be. I agree. Right. So and then, I, I mean, it'll take a toll way. on your relationship and oh, in your, yeah. like just on you directly. If, I mean, your significant other, somebody you spend a lot of time with, so they can either be building you up in Christ. And if you're not being built up in Christ, you're really not being built up at all. Yeah. And I think that you, I mean, I went through that freshman year. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't recognize myself anymore. It yeah. Was, so mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Yeah. And conviction is not the same thing as shame either. When you said yeah. the conviction, that's yeah. I mean, you don't you don't need to feel bad about it. You just need to conviction is just like a it's just like a tug at your heart to yeah. change. That's really all that is. Yeah. Is because God does not want you to feel ashamed for that. But that's no. more that's it's a calling. It's a calling on your heart to make it's just something a to good be change. aware of. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent for sure. That was good. Okay, we're going to move on to our third point. So, Allison, if you want to read the third one. Okay, the third one is how do you know if you're in a lukewarm dating relationship? Um, So, we kind of touched on this one a little bit, like, just in our conversation. But like we said, like, take a step back 
and look at some of what are your daily like habits in your relationship? Because you can even do small things like, do you guys read like maybe a devotional together? Do you guys have pray for each like, other? Yeah. Do you pray for each other? Um, and like in your person, which you obviously you have to have your personal relationship with God first. Like you yeah, don't 100%. only need to have a relationship with God together. It has to be no. separate and he has to be in the foundation um, of your relationship. So that's a big sign. You can tell right then if, yeah. you're for if you don't ever, if you only do things she's related with them, yeah, then you need yeah. to reevaluate your personal relationship yeah, with Christ. Exactly. Personal relationship absolutely um, comes first in that. But yeah. Um, I think one is, and this one uh, um, is going to be more people won't really like to change this one, but if you know that you are some part of your relationship is not God honoring, Mm -hmm. for example, a lot of people our age struggle a lot with um, not just like having sex before marriage, but Mm -hmm. the whole gray area of like how far is too far. Yeah. that's Um, And I think that if you, if you feel convicted about it and you ignore it, or if you are, consistently falling into like having sex or like doing other things that you know Mm -hmm. is crossing the line then and you don't have a problem with it I think that that is a big indicator that something is probably Mm -hmm. a little bit off now everybody struggles with it all three of us have had our own issues with that yeah it's hard um but I think living a consistent lifestyle Mm -hmm of like directly going against God, knowing you're going against God and being okay with it. I don't yeah. think that you're going to produce very much fruit in your relationship no. because I mean, it just makes things awkward mm-hmm. between like, it makes you feel awkward between God. Like when I know yeah. I'm doing something oh, yeah. that I shouldn't, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to, I don't want to pray. I don't want to mm-hmm. read my Bible because I, I feel like he's mad. Yeah. I feel, which the he's same, not, I feel the same way too, because like you feel conviction. It's weird. That's the conviction, you know, is like, like you go you pray know, and you're you like, know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> how you no, doing? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Like you feel like, you know, you're doing wrong and God is laying on your heart. Like, come give this burden to me. Let yeah. me change this. Let me help you. And not and, like he's punishing you, but like, you know, yeah. that like you're hurting his heart a little bit. Yeah. He's trying to protect you yeah. from something. And look, y'all like relationships, you like, if you are searching for a personal relationship with God and you're praying for that, sometimes relationships end and yes. that just happens. And <clears> that, <throat> I mean, that, that's a whole, I feel like different topic, yeah, but like <laughs> what, you know, just as in like, is your are you fully committed to God and your partner is kind of a lukewarm Christian? That's a struggle too. Yes, but that's a big, you know, we are called to be equally we yoked. Are. And that does not mean like your relationship with God and their relationship with God does not have to look the same at no. all. Like don't don't get me wrong on that. Like, like don't measure it the same yeah, way. You guys you guys don't have to worship the same. You guys don't have to do things like exactly the, the same. same Bible reading yeah, plan. That's not being equally yoked. Equally yoked is saying, hey, this is our mission and this is who we're following and this is who is leading our lives. Like and your level of commitment yeah. really mm-hmm. determines that. Because I mean, exactly. even if you look at most relationships, women and men typically don't serve yeah. the same. They don't worship yeah. the same. And we're not really supposed to. I guess. No, I mean we're yeah. built to be different. different. Mm-hmm. you know yeah and it's a hard thing to navigate but if you you know kind of feel convicted and like you have a conversation with your partner and they're not really comfortable with that well you might yeah. need to kind of you know maybe either pray for them or you know whatever but at some point or another you might, you might have to it might make be a hard sign to end it yeah and sometimes that happens I get it but it's you sad. know pray for them have that conversation with them and but yeah. also even that like talking about the unequally yoked stuff mm-hmm. like if somebody doesn't love god and yeah. does not know the love of god they will never be able to love you mm-hmm. the way you are meant to be exactly so god always has to come first yeah i mean we've all had issues with that too yeah so yeah. i mean it sucks in the moment it's not anything that i would wish on people mm-hmm. um but sometimes that is yeah. but then also hannah's parents are like a miracle story where your mom mm-hmm. helped your dad a lot yeah i mean and i think we can kind of get so it's it's different for that, everybody. Yeah, it's different for everybody. Now, don't think we wouldn't that, endorse it. Yeah, don't <laughs> think that you have to be like the savior. No. <laughs> like you cannot be their savior. Sometimes you can be like you, you can know, push them. Yeah, you can kind of give them like a lead to like you can plant the seed. That's a yes, good way to put yes, it. Like yeah. you can be a seed planter, but ultimately God has to change their hearts yeah. and like and it's not Allison your job to said, fix them. Like you know, like my parents, they y'all will be able to hear that story at some point. It's we're doing that at some point in the podcast, but um, 
you know, my mom kind of like helped my dad a little bit, like, you know, as in like leading him to God and like vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that's not everybody's story. And I don't want anybody to take that as in like, oh my gosh, I can change him. No, you can. (laughs) You know that the, I mean, this is also not a very good example, but Sean Lowe went on The Bachelor and Um, he, his wife, this was old. I didn't watch this. I listened to a podcast from them. Yeah. But she was not religious not spiritual anything and Mm -hmm. he went on to the bachelor man of god um yeah and was his non-negotiable that he marry a christian woman yeah when they got engaged she was not a christian Mm -hmm. and they talked about in the episode how like he really struggled with whether or not he was like supposed to be with her or like if it was going against god to be with her right um and they're another couple that has had kind of like a miracle, like one in a million kind of story where mm-hmm. she has since found God and has like her own, um, like her own personal relationship. And like she does stuff completely separate of her husband. Um, yeah. So. That is a good example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I mean, I would not recommend it. Yeah. Just go look for anybody. But yeah. And think but definitely, you definitely you can be a seed planner. You can pray for them and yeah. everything like that. Yep, yep, yep. Do you have anything? No, I think you'll hit on everything. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess that leads us to our last point. So, anyway. Um, our last question is how to fully commit your dating relationship to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this really boils back to how your relationship with God is just by yourself. Okay. Because, yeah. um, you know. It starts. Trying to get your dating relationship to co- fully commit to God isn't going to work if neither one of you are personally, um, commi- yeah, personally committing to him. Yeah, commitment is yeah. supposed to be your foundation for everything. Yeah. yeah. I think there needs to be like a, you know, like a, a serious talk. And, yeah, like a, like a conversation like, hey, like, let's like, you know, say maybe like a prayer together and say like god we want to fully commit this relationship to you like whatever you want us to do differently in our relationship like lay that on our hearts like Mm -hmm. what convictions do you want us to feel like and you know it can be different because everybody struggles with different things in a relationship and it's never gonna be perfect like Mm -hmm. you know you are gonna fall short and the main thing is like do you keep you know do you keep falling short and like you're getting kind of not really doing anything? Yeah, like you're it. getting content in it and it's starting to feel more comfortable. Yeah. Or are you like running to God and saying, God, like forgive us, like, you know, help us to set boundaries, like lead us in the right direction? And that can look like different things, you know. And definitely I would say in college and um in high school and I guess beyond is having good accountability friends or Mm -hmm. other friends who are, I would say you need both friends who are in relationships and out of a relationship because they can have different perspectives on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because definitely, obviously people in relationships, like they totally get, you know, where you're coming from. Um, Somebody not in a relationship can offer some. Yeah. Like Like even Lakin, when her and JT, um, that's one of my best friends at state. She just got engaged in May. Um, but when her and JT were dating, well, I wanted to give them context. <laughs> um, she would text me, like, if she thought they were doing something that was, like, crossing the line. Or yeah. if she felt convicted about something. Because, I mean, it took her forever mm-hmm. to even decide if she wanted to date him. Because she wasn't sure what God wanted her to do in that. Yeah. But she had, I know she, we, me and her talked about it a lot. And, like, just praying for, like, guidance. And, like, if it was not where she needed to be, that it would be. Like, for me, and she wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. Um, but, like, having somebody that you can text if, like, if you are uncomfortable with something or if you have questions or just need – I mean, honestly, the biggest thing is, like, having people to, like, pray for you and, like, yeah, pick you up if you do make a mistake or pick you up if you just feel mm-hmm. like you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah. I feel like everybody needs – you need at least one or two people in your lives that you know you can go to. And that takes time to find and lots of prayer. God yes. will send you the right people. And like full transparency, I've had that in, in like really any in all of my relationships. But I was so like, I think both of you guys can attest to this. Like I can put on a front for like anything and make it look like nothing is wrong. Because I know there are multiple times in like my relationships where I would really be struggling or we'd really be struggling with something. And I did not want to go to anybody with mm-hmm. it. Like I just wanted to keep it closed off. I didn't want to talk to anybody yeah. because like I was ashamed. I was like, 
Well, not really like ashamed. I was just. But you just like, didn't want to. No, like I, 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 I didn't mean. want anybody to think. Oh my gosh, like. They're her, not even good. her relationship is yeah. like failing. Like, you don't want everybody to be talking about your problems. Yeah, like I just, I was like, even though like I trusted, like I would say obviously like you two are like my biggest, you know, like accountability partners. And like I didn't even want to go to anybody with it because I was like, I don't want people to think like I'm not doing good in my relationship. Like, yeah. you know, and that's like really not what we're called to do as Christians. Like mm-hmm. we are called, we're called to, to live in community. Yeah, we are called to. And that doesn't mean go and like tell your business to everybody. Yeah. But it's just I would like pick like two, two, two to three pretty, of your very yeah. close friends that you know are not going to go mm-hmm. talk about your business. Yeah. And like talk to them about like what mm-hmm. you're struggling with personally or in your relationship. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, like whoever you go and talk to, they're gonna one hundred percent like relate to you or be like, yes. hey, to some degree, some yeah. they're gonna be able to relate. Yeah, to like, them. hey, I struggle with this too, or I've struggled, but just in a different way. And yeah. it's just important to go to people in your lives who who you know are gonna like obviously not go talk behind your back, and you know that talks. But they love you, and like they're rooting for you. Yeah, they yeah. um people who you can be like, Hey, and, and that doesn't even have to be, I know in relationships that can be hard. Like there are some things, like if you're struggling with something, like you don't necessarily, I don't know how to word this without sounding bad. Not that like you don't have to tell your partner, but like your partner does not have to be your only yes, accountability partner. Like if there is something you're struggling with, like in your relationship, like it's okay. Like don't go tell all these people, but like have respect no. for your relationship and go to that one accountability partner yeah. and you can even maybe establish like hey who's the accountability partner for you and hey i think that's you know, what i was going to say so that way Both like you should have yeah they know like hey i'm trusting that you're going to go to this person and i'm going to go to this person and yeah. you know we don't have to go to each other for every single thing well and even maggie and brennan did this they um having mentors yeah. for both of you individually that can too. help a lot mm-hmm. just to make sure that you're on the right track personally and then mm-hmm. obviously you I think you can talk about your relationship problems without spilling all of their the issues <laughs> yeah you know like if it's something that's within the relationship then I think mm-hmm. that's different but like if it's something that they're struggling with and it's affecting your person your my personality quote your relationship <laughs> um I think you can talk about like struggles that you might have without telling people their business because i also get that like you don't want to tell your boyfriend's business to all your best friends and have them know everything he struggles with that'll be a little weird yeah but having but both of you having people you can talk to is important and it is if you look at the statistics Mm -hmm. more boys don't seek out community as much as girls do Mm -hmm. and And i think that's how how we're wired yeah it's well it's harder for guys to talk about that girls are more it's easier. Little, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it's easier for us to be vulnerable, whereas guys is like they don't really want to talk about. Yeah, it. they don't. They just they. That's a guy. Like they just bottle they it just up. Don't, and, yeah. You know that's gonna take. That, that's hard, but yeah. you still have to do it. You know, mm-hmm. you have so. to learn to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. People and, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, commit. Make sure you're right with the Lord, mm-hmm. and that you're both doing things to better yourselves, which will in yeah. turn better your relationship. Yeah. With Christ. Do you have anything else for that? No? Does anybody else have anything they want to add or say? Regular conversations about this kind of stuff can also just just keep everything Mm -hmm. in check, make sure everybody is aware. Or I think, like, a cool idea, too, is, like, if you have another couple who is – like rooted in Christ and like maybe even having like a group chat that you text in like every oh, yeah, going on like, like double dates or something yeah or like having like hey what can we pray for you guys this week or like what can we celebrate for you guys this week like that's yeah. a cool idea too and I get it like it's awkward I get it, it like it's a, a weird, weird thought but it's but even plug in your church like you can do yeah like we can find serve people. at church together and you know because like there's always older couples that want to like disciple younger yeah, couples yeah true because mm-hmm. I mean they've been there they know yeah. yeah, and um, like get uncomfortable too. Like ask people, and I promise, like yeah. they more times than not they will say yes to helping you. And because they're probably gonna wish they had had somebody to help them. Because yes, I mean, most Christian couples have struggled with the, most of the same things. Um, yeah. So don't be afraid to ask people for guidance or yeah. try to find a mentor. Very true. All right. Well, I guess we will go ahead and wrap that episode up here. So um, we will move into like what God's been doing in our lives in just a little bit, but we will let Allison go ahead and say bye. So, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>
We really, really enjoyed this episode with Allison. We just love getting to catch up with her um, just in general. And, you know, a lot of times when we have guests, we have to do it um, over a phone call or something. And we're just thankful to be able to do that with her in person. Um, And so it's just like we're getting to catch up, but also just our conversations that we would have in general is being recorded for you guys to listen to also, Mm -hmm. um, which we're very thankful for. And this episode, I think, kind of hit home for at some point for all of us. Um, And so it's a little bit of a trickier, I guess, subject to talk about just because I think a lot of people can relate to it. Um, And so in this episode, obviously, we talked about can you date in lukewarm Christianity? And obviously, we said the short answer is no. Um, And so um, that can be a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow. I mean, even for me, like, I mean, that it has been a tough pill for me to swallow. And I think one of the things that kind of resonated with me is that, um, you know, sometimes we're like, well, how do you know if like he's, you know, a lukewarm Christian or whatever? And, and we basically just said, if you have to question it, he's probably not a man of God, you know, or I mean, I'm not like saying if you have to question it at all, but I would say, I mean, if you're really digging deep to figure out like, does this guy just go to church or is he really a Christian? Well, I don't know. You know, he might be a little lukewarm yeah. um, if you have to question it that much. Yeah. And if I, I remember touching on um, like if there were any fruits produced from a spirit. Yeah, um, we did talk about that. Is another good way to be able to tell mm-hmm. um, besides just questioning it. But I know an- another good point that we had touched on that I really liked is how we kind of talk through being equally yoked and what that means. Because mm-hmm. I know we talk about that so much in the church, but like, how can we apply that to dating relationships? Because we talk about the importance mm-hmm. of it in marriage, but what does yeah. it look like in dating? And I think we did a really good job explaining that and mm-hmm. why it is so important to establish that early on and not let it go any further if there is some unequally yoked. Yes. <laughs> New word. <laughs> Unequally yokedness. <laughs> I don't know if that's the word, but <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. And I just think, um, I'm trying to think of what else we talked about because we did pre record this episode um three months ago. Like three months ago. Um, and so we're just trying to go back and look at like the highlights of it and stuff. And I think one thing we didn't um touch on too much is like we focused on like it you know is he a lukewarm christian but there is kind of that other side of it of like is he putting on kind of a front and I think I know for sure me and Manali have dealt with guys who like put on fronts and I mean in a way that like this guy like brings up God in like every single conversation and it gets to be like okay like it's a little sus yeah like (laughs) you're like you're bringing up like God's name in every single sentence you say like what like what's going on here um but I promise we're not judging or anything this is just um kind of what's the word things that we've just we've just experienced experienced it um because I think we've talked about mm-hmm. before, like, there's sometimes, I can't speak on a guy's perspective on this, but there are sometimes mm-hmm. when guys find out that girls are Christians, like, they will go above and beyond <laughs> right. to where it is like, oh, yeah, they mention God in every sentence. And it's just weird because, like, that's not how you would naturally talk, but you know mm-hmm. that I'm a Christian, you want to sound impressive <laughs> right? type of thing. And so, that happens a lot. It does. Um, and this really isn't, like, in a judging way because I feel like if people listen to this, they're gonna be like, gosh, like, they sound so judgy, and especially towards guys, and it's not in that way. It's more of like, we're trying to help others guard their heart, because yeah. we struggle with that, because you can get hurt, mm-hmm. um, even with guys within the church, so yeah. um, we're just trying to help others, you know, guard their hearts a little bit, but we really did enjoy this episode with mm-hmm. Allison, and just because we don't want to make this episode too long, we are going to go ahead and Um, move right into what God has been teaching us lately. Yeah, so I'll go first. Um, What God's been teaching me. Um, I kind of was thinking about this in the shower yesterday. Um, (laughs) Shower thoughts. (laughs) Yes. About how fast time has been going by, like the past couple, really past couple of years, but especially the past couple of months. Like the fact that we're almost done with like this semester and I feel like I haven't really taken the time to enjoy like where I'm at because I'm just so Mm -hmm. busy Mm -hmm. and kind of like I just bring me back to that spot of like you need to enjoy where you're at because it is going to change so much in the next couple of years and just Mm -hmm. like learning to appreciate where I'm at and not just trying to get to the next spot in life Mm -hmm. 
Gosh, that is so true. <laughs> um, that resonates with me too, um, because I'm all um. We both know Manali and I. We are both always on the go. Um, so anytime that we're able to just kind of sit down with each other is times that we really get to catch up. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we can all like learn from that is just to take a minute to you know really appreciate where God has you instead of searching for that next like, okay, what's tomorrow? What's the next day? What's the next year look like? Yeah. Um, and actually to kind of build off of what you said, because whenever we were talking about, okay, we got to come up with what God's been teaching us. And I looked at Manali and I said, oh gosh, just one. <laughs> um, because I feel like right now with where I'm at, I could literally name off a million things of what God's been teaching me. Um, but one of them is um, the past few weeks, I've been really like struggling a little bit with like a lot of question marks in my life. And I don't really know how to make that make sense or how to say it, but in a way that's like, um, it's just more like worrying about the future. Like, you know, how come, you know, this is, the, it doesn't look like this is where I'm going to end up. Well, now that's a question mark. Where am I going to end up in the future? Another question mark, like, you know, where am I going to go to school in the future? You know? And it's just mm-hmm. like, everything is a huge question mark right now. Um, And I really like, I, have been praying about it and God has really just been like, trust me. I am not telling you anything. (laughs) Trust me with where you're at and enjoy where you're at. So just to like build off basically the same thing you said, just enjoying where you're at and taking the time to be intentional with where you're at, because like, we're never going to get these moments back ever again. Like, you know, even though we're struggling and drowning in schoolwork right now, there are still good moments that come out of that and we're never going to get them back. Yeah. No, I completely yeah. agree. There's always something to appreciate where you're at. Mm-hmm. And it's just been hard to kind of see that because I've just been so busy. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot, I think, that we can learn from that. Sure. Um, but that is what God has been teaching us lately. And, of course, it's changing by the week. <laughs> um, but we're really, really thankful. And um, we were so thankful to have Allison on this episode with us. But we are going to go ahead and wrap it up right here. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back um, not next week, but the next <laughs> with yes. our very next guest. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.